In the last few years in our International Society for Krishna Consciousness, we've heard a lot about personality development. Quite a few of our devotees who, by practicing public speaking as preachers of Krishna Consciousness, became quite competent in it and have reimagined themselves as life coaches, training people in personality development and other such things, similar things, personality development, how to have a good business and all this kind of thing. <clears throat> First of all, we should understand who we are. Then the question of developing our personality develops. There's a possibility of developing our personality if we know actually who we are. We find in the teachings of Lord Chaitanya that Sanatan Goswami, who was prior to this, a highly developed personality, being the, the, not exactly the king of a major powerful state of India in that time, but practically he was doing all the administration. It requires a very strong, clear-headed uh, <clears throat> personality, able to deal with all kinds of stress or able to... Uh, <clears throat> judge people and situations and make decisions. <clears throat> people take personality development courses so that they can develop their career. That's one major reason. Well, Sanatana Goswami was pretty much at the top of his career. But he left it all. And he came to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and asked Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Ke ami kene amai jare ta patroi. Iha nahi jane ke mone hitohoi. He said to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Who am I? Why am I suffering in this material world? I don't know what is for my actual benefit. Now, he was in a situation of, uh, well, highly developed Materially, so many people would want to be in his situation. They, they'll, they'll take a personality. Of course, people hadn't dreamed of such weird and wonderful things as personality development courses in those days. Uh, although they did have, there was training in statecraft and training in brahminical qualities. Uh, but the, the, the idea of personality development as we know it today was not there. But uh, Sanatan was in a highly enviable position. <clears throat> kind of thing that people, yeah, develop your personality and get ahead in the world, career development. <clears throat> but Sanatan was highly intelligent. You've got to have some kind of intelligence to develop to have personality development in the first place. Uh, 
we expect that people who attend personality development courses are somewhat above average intelligence. Probably most of them are, at least in terms of what is considered intelligent in materialistic terms. <clears throat> so, uh, Sanatan, he was intelligent enough to understand that everything he had, he had achieved. He was a, quite a young man, relatively young man. He had become a huge success materially in a short time. But he could understand it's not actually for his real benefit. Mm. Uh, recently, I was listening to a conversation uh, in which one of online conversation, one of my disciples was relating how he was in a somewhat, he didn't mention it in that way, but he was in a somewhat similar situation to that of Sanatan Goswami, about Sanatan Goswami and the other of the six Goswamis. It's related, Tyagdva Turnama he gave, Sanatan and the other of the six Goswamis, they gave up the association of highly aristocratic, powerful, and successful people, considering it to be insignificant. So this one disciple of mine was relating uh, how he had been uh, highly successful in his career. Uh, he... Was dealing, he was personally well-to-do and regularly associated with uh, very rich people. And he related how he was in a meeting with some billionaire or multi-billionaire who he was working for. And after... He, after this disciple of mine made some comment and, and the, the billionaire said, you know, don't, don't call me, don't call me on a Sunday. Let me have some peace. <laughs> At least on Sunday, let me have some peace. Something to that effect, he said. And, and my disciple related that it, that spoke to him, that, that gave him a realization that, well, this, this man has so much money so successful, but he has no peace of mind. It doesn't doesn't he's, he's, it doesn't help him. He's in the same situation as so many other people, stressed out, frustrated, and that was a revelation for him. That what am I doing with my life, pursuing the same goals as everyone else? But you see, someone who's got in that position, it hasn't brought him even the basic peace of mind, which is the basis of happiness. Ashantasyas kutasukam, Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. For someone who is not peaceful at heart, where is the question of happiness? So Sanatana Goswami was very intelligent, uh, not just materially. Uh, that real intelligence means to come to the platform of asking questions like this, not how can I get ahead how can I have a good career, and so on. 
Now, when I first came to India in 1976, uh, it was common standard refrain from people when we're telling them, hey, look, you've got to get serious about spiritual life. They would say to us, hey, you, their common reply would be that, well, it's all right for you to say that. You've had all material comforts and enjoyments. Uh, we want to get those first and then we'll realize. <laughs> then we will uh, let us go through that. Then we'll get the realization. That's happening now. It's beginning to happen. At least it happened in the case of this one disciple. And the, but uh, actually, it's more intelligent to learn by hearing, seeing, that others are, instead of chasing a dream of becoming rich and so-called successful, developing your personality, uh, and then discovering that it doesn't work, it doesn't bring actual happiness, it makes more sense to understand that from people who've been in that situation understand spiritual knowledge and understand that nothing in this world can make us happy. Even if you have everything in this world, which you won't, you're not going to get, but even if you, theoretically, if you had it, we wouldn't be happy at all. So Sanatana Goswami, he asked the, the strange question. If, if you try asking this question to the wrong people, you might get yourself locked up in a mental asylum. Who am I? What? You don't even know who you are? <laughs> oh, okay. Dial 999 in Britain. Call the, call the ambulance. Take him. He doesn't even know who he is. Needs some mental psychiatric treatment. Sanatana Goswami, who am I? He's... Uh, from a Karnatak Brahmin family settled in Bengal, uh, press ganged practically into the service of the Muslim rulers, ostracized from Brahminical society for that reason. Uh, if, if you are, if so many other people, if you ask, if, if they were to be asked, who is he, they would say, oh, that's uh, Sakar Malak. He's the. Uh, actually, it sounds to me like it's a post. Sarkar Malik, the the head of the government. Dabriakas, <clears throat> special officer, something like this. So anyway, he's he's the head of the government. Uh, you don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know who he is. You're, you're no one if you don't know who he is. But Sanatana Goswami himself said, I don't, I don't know who I am. I don't know what my... You know what your benefit is? You have so much money and power and position and name and fame and prestige and you don't know what your benefit is? Why is that? Because he understood that for everything I have, I'm simply suffering in this material world. There's... Real personality development can begin when we intuit that I don't really belong here. 
it's it's not right. What everyone else thinks is normal, there's something seriously wrong with it all. So, uh, people think it's normal, but normal life, what's the point? What's going on? People thinking they're going to be happy, but then they just die, and in the meantime they have to suffer in so many ways. What's it all about? There's got to be... There's got to be more to life than this. Life means you simply struggle for some time and then you die, and in the, in the meantime, you might get billions of dollars and still be stressed out. What's the point? Then, when we come to understand that I need to understand, first of all, who am I, then we can actually think about personality development. The saying, know thyself. Famous saying, two words. Saying it's, a, it's, a, it's imperative, it's an order. Know thyself. Associated with Socrates. Although, uh, as the history goes, it wasn't a phrase coined by Socrates himself but it was an inscription in front of the temple, the, the, the temple at Delphi. So they tell us, uh, whatever it was, it was in ancient Greek and it's translated as know thyself. So yeah, that's the important thing. First of all, we have to know who we are, then can arise the question of, personality development. If we want to develop our personality, but if we make a mistake in understanding who we are, and then we try to develop our person, a, a, a misconception of our personality, well, that's insane. If you ask, who am I? People think that's insane. But you don't know who you are, you must be insane. But actually, it's insane to mistake who we are and on the basis of that, try to develop our personality. It's something like an actor. Actors are told you have to really feel the part. But if you feel it to the extent that you forget who you really are and you, you try to develop a personality which is not you, then that's ridiculous. That's insane. But that's the situation we're all in because we don't know who we are. We, we're in a situation at the present time where we, we, we identify with the situation that we're in. Uh, we identify with the labels that people put on us or, the, or that we stick on ourselves. Uh, we don't know who we are actually that we're not the body, we're not the, the, the deluded mind. If we make an error in understanding who we are, then we're going to misunderstand everything about what the purpose of what we're doing in our life, what the ultimate purpose of our life is. Everything we do will be just will result in 
frustration. Parabhavas tavada bodhajata yavanna jignasata atmatattvam. Bhagavatam says, Rishabhdev says, that we are defeated in our whole life. Everything, it's just, it just results in defeat. Our whole purpose of life is completely spoiled. As long as we don't ask this question, who am I? What is the purpose of life? What, what are we doing here? Dharmasvanashtita pungsang vishvaksena katasuya notpadiyad yadi ratim shrama evihi kevala Bhagavatam also says that for all our noble efforts, it's just ex- effort expended without gain. Even if we lead a very good life, it's all useless unless we get a, a taste for hearing about Krishna. Now that's that's higher up than just inquiring into Atma Tattva and inquiring into the nature of the soul. But when we do inquire into the nature of the soul, as Sanatana Goswami did, we find that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught him, first of all, who we are, what is our position and role in the whole mega scheme of things, meta scheme, that ultimately we are all we're all part and parcel of Krishna and his servants. That was the answer to the question that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave. That was the introduction to the that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in answer to this most relevant question of Sanatana Goswami's. Jibesurupoi Krishna Nityodas. We are all eternal living beings. We all have an eternal relationship of service to Krishna, in relation with Krishna. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went on to describe how Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And so he, he, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu described that our, our real goal of life is to reawaken our dormant love for Krishna uh, based on the understanding, who am I, who are we, we are all eternal servants of Krishna, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave the process for reviving that lost relationship. So this is called Sambandha, Abhideya, and Prayojan. So this knowledge is actual personality development. Uh, first we'll know who we are, what kind of personality we should be developing, and a clear process for developing that personality. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught that it's not really a matter of developing a personality, uh, but uh, uncovering the true personality who we are. Because nitya siddha krishna prema shada kabunoy shavarnadi shuddha chitta koreyodoy shuddha chitta koreyodoy A natural personality is one which is full of love for Krishna. That forgotten personality is to be revived by the process of bhakti yoga, beginning with 
hearing about Krishna, taking lessons, listening to those who can tell us uh, what is actual personality development. Now this uh, personality development seems to be, yeah, it's a big thing in ISKCON these days. Uh, seems it's uh, become the career of several ex-brahmacharis who are trained to <clears throat> understand who they are and understand <clears throat> and, and help others to understand that. They have now taken to personality development courses uh, which don't tell people actually who they are. Tell them how to develop, d develop their mistake their mistaken personality. In other words, they've become cheaters like so many others, new agey personality development things. And they might somewhere vaguely give some peripheral hint about something about God or maybe even Krishna. <clears throat> but they don't tell people of the absolute necessity to revive our Krishna consciousness, having attained this rare human form of life, we should not waste it in trying to develop some mistaken sense of personality. I, I just want, I was just saying, what, what's all this personality development all about? So I, I what do you do? You do a Google search. Actually, I don't use Google. I use DuckDuckGo, whatever. Uh, and lo and behold, some website came up of some prominent organization, I, I, new agey organization. I can't remember the name exactly. It's called the, the Art of Cheating or the, the, the Art of Wasting Your Life, something like that, with someone who goes by the name of Guru Dave who gives all kinds of tips and this and that, how to develop your personality. And there are pictures, uh, it's pictures of gushingly smiling, attractive young women, which is supposed to show how they're, they're so happy having taken his courses. Uh, ah, that huge super artificial smile which which is commonly mistaken as being a sign of being happy but actually people who gushingly smile at huge ridiculously inflated smiles and as if to show they're super happy but i i doubt it it's just a show that's all they're, they're not happy with them Happiness doesn't necessarily mean to have some super huge smile. There's one photo of Srila Prabhupada in which his, his lips are downturned, his eyes are closed, and you might think he looks quite miserable. The, the photographer of that photo, Guru Das Prabhu, asked Srila Prabhupada about that. Uh, he said, Prabhupada, you look a little glum, and Prabhupada said that was a moment of high ecstasy, 
<laughs> Being happy doesn't mean to make a big show. There is in that, uh, on that website, The Art of Cheating or whatever it is, or actually, there's a subsection called You Can Learn from Guru Dave The Art of Happiness. I didn't look at it. I looked at it enough to understand that it's that it's just some truisms, platitudes, cliches. You you can give a few th the, the, this art of cheating group, whatever it is, they're well known for taking large sums of money or significant sums of money from people for to to attend their courses. And uh, what are they going to say in these courses? They'll say like that, I think, cliches, platitudes uh, uh, that you can find on any new agey website without paying so many thousands of rupees. So they know the art of happiness very well. They, their idea of happiness is they, they take your money and they become happy. <laughs> uh, what do they do with all that money? They, they themselves are an illusion that by getting so much money, you, that's that's going to make you happy. Uh, and people are in illusion also, thinking that by giving them so much money and attending their stupid course, they're going to become happy. Fools, all fools. The, it's the art of cheating, and people, superficial people, are attracted to such things, and they get cheated by other superficial people. Personality development tips. Here's from that website. Know you are incomparable. Be kind to yourself. Recognize that you deserve care and concern. Yeah, you can get this on any new, new AG website. Yeah, it's all the same kind of stuff. Just uh, giving, giving people advice how to... Uh, spruce up their egos and feel good about themselves. Be be spontaneous, be light in mind and heart, stay enthusiastic. It's not bad. It's not bad advice, but again, if it's applied without knowing who we are in the first place, and the idea is to develop some false personality with the false understanding that we can be happy in this material world by so-called personality development. Oh, and I did say a lot of people, they want it for their career, but it can be also just how you can be more happy and interact with people and be happy in your family life. What a ridiculous thing that nowadays people spend money for courses so they can be happy in their family life. Ah, something wrong with the world, more wrong than usual, stay enthusiastic. Be warm and approachable. Do things with style. Learn to let go. Be a lion in the face of danger. Stay calm with the power of breath. Oh, then you have to go to another of his courses and spend a few more thousand rupees on how to tap the power of breath. As soon as you become aware of it, your stress will diminish! Exclamation mark. Your stress will diminish! And you just got a few, few, few thousand rupees less. You have, uh, and then the thirteenth point: remember, you're a proton. 
should have been, remember, you're a moron. Anyway, a pro then what do they mean? Why you're a proton. Catchy language. Meaningless. A proton can never, they say, a proton can never lose its positivity. Nor can you! Exclamation mark. Stress may affect us on the outside. However, your inner core continues to radiate positivity like a proton. It stays unaffected, happy and peaceful. Tune into this part of yourself again and again with the help of meditation. And meditation is underlined. You can click on that and it'll take you to a meditation course they'll give you. And you just have to spend a few more thousand rupees to take their meditation course so that you can remember you're a proton. And they promise you that the process energizes and brings out positive traits like enthusiasm. Yeah, you have to be enthusiastic to go and earn more money so you can spend more money to take their courses. Here's another gem from that Art of Wasting Your Life uh, <coughs> website. Laughter is true prayer. This is rascaldom. This is atheism. True prayer means to pray to Krishna, uh, the super, understanding he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu teaches us how to pray. We're suffering in this material world. We pray to Krishna, I'm your eternal servant. Please reclaim me and place me as an atom in the dust of your lotus feet. This is prayer. First, prayer means, first of all, we have to recognize there is God. We are subordinate to him. Uh, <clears throat> we have to renovate, redevelop that attitude, that relationship of subordination in service and love with him. And say, laughter is true prayer. Yeah, they're, they're laughing. These people are laughing all the way to the bank, <laughs> as the saying goes. They, they, they ripped you off. They cheated you. So anyway, I'm, I'm just saying this. Why am I so much on this? Because it's such nonsense and rascal. I mean, I, I can't. I, I, it's hard to understand. If people have actually had a taste of Krishna consciousness, which just uh, the very beginning just takes us way, way, way beyond all this nonsense and cheating and bogus gurus. If you've actually had a taste of Krishna consciousness, why do you want to follow in the footsteps of these bogus people who are simply cheating others? Give others Krishna. They, they, don't cheat them and take their money and then pose on your website with one of those super super smiles as if you're on top of everything. You're not on top of everything. You never will be on top of everything. Krishna's on top of everything. We should tell people. You want personality development? When you're just getting started editing. Everything rests upon proper knowledge of oneself. If we take the body to be the self, then we'll think that maintenance of the body, getting a very fit and healthy body, that is our prayojana, our real aim of life. If we, if we think that I am the mind, 
then we may take pleasure in showing ourselves to be very intelligent and better than others. First, we have to understand who we are. Know thyself. Good news. We're not the body. We don't have anything to do with this material world. So the idea of developing our personality in relation to this material world is a misconception from the very beginning. So yeah, the whole Krishna Conscious Movement is meant for personality development, beginning with understanding who we are and saving us from the clutches of these cheaters who propose to uh, teach us who we are by reinforcing our illusion that we are part of this material world and that we should seek happiness within it. All glories to His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada, who saved us from so many cheetahs. Let us be careful not to fall in the clutches of such cheetahs, or worse still, ourselves become such cheetahs. Hare Krishna. Vancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindubya evacha patita nam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha. Dante nidhaya trinakang padiyanipatya kritvacha kakushatameta daham bravimi. He sadava sakala eva vihaya durad gauranga chandra charane kurutanuraga. Parivadatu jano yata tata va nanumukharo na vayam vicharayamaha. Hari rasa madira madati mata bhuvi viluthama natama nirvishama. Hare Krishna.